here on Sportsbox. I'm your host, Jude, as always. And Wild Card Weekend, well, it was the first of many. We had our first ever six-game Wild Card uh, Weekend. Also, we had a game on Nickelodeon. So Wild Card Weekend was filled with lots of great games and even exciting, you know, plays. Um, but I thought, and this isn't something I typically do, and I, I wouldn't expect it a lot, but I, I think with the playoffs, I think it's, you know, there's less games, so there's more time for reaction. So I'm going to just give my reactions to all the games that happened. Um, obviously, I'm not going to go in depth in every single game, but I'll, I'll go in depth on some of the more important games that I saw. But I'm going to start with the Baltimore game, because that was the most interesting game to me this season. While it's not the most high scoring out of all the games that happened this weekend, Lamar Jackson won. And now, you've, you've, you guys have obviously listened to my other podcasts, and you know how I'm a, I'm a big Lamar guy. I like Lamar. I think he's, he's a very solid quarterback. And he proved that. Oh, boy, did he prove that. And I, it's, it's finally over. The slander is over. People cannot say that Lamar has not won a championship. I mean, sorry, that has not won a playoff game. Because that, that's done. He has now officially won a playoff game. Now, not only do I want to talk about Lamar in this section real quick, because I think Lamar played a great game. He did have a bad interception. I'll I'll give him that. He had a bad interception. That that, that was very questionable. But let's talk about Derrick Henry for a second. Because where's the narrative on Derrick Henry now? Look, Lamar had a bad divisional game last year, and he got a lot lot of slander for it. A lot of slander. So where is it for Derrick Henry? Now, I have nothing against Derrick Henry. I think he's, he's one of the best in the business. But he had 18 rushes for 40 yards. Now, yeah, you could say the defense played great, which they did. The Ravens' defense looks legit, and I think they're going to have a great time against Buffalo next week. But where's the narrative around Derrick Henry? Because I bet you if Lamar had a performance like that where he threw the ball terrible i mean he did have a few bad passes but he threw the ball terrible he couldn't run oh people would be on lamar lamar's ass they they would be on his ass so if you're going to treat certain players with a certain type of you know regimen then you should treat everybody with that regimen because it's not fair to a player to be treated the like in a worse way than another one Another player shouldn't get excuse for a bad performance. I mean, this is the guy that just ran for 2,000 yards, and you're telling me he only got 40 rushing yards? I don't care what type of defense it is. He got only 40 rushing yards. But like I said, I, nothing against Derrick Henry. I still think he's a great running back. But, you know, I, I do think that raises concern. And another thing I took away from that game is A.J. Brown is scary good. Okay, he went against one of the best in the business in Marlon Humphrey, and he had a good game. He had six, he had six receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown. And the touchdown was nice. I mean, it was questionable if it was P.I., but it was a nice, it was a nice catch. So I, I, I did enjoy the Baltimore-Tennessee game, probably out of most, most of the games. I thought that was the most enjoyable game to watch. It was a little slow, but I, I thought overall it was one of the more enjoyable ones. Now we'll kind of go into chronological order. Start with Indianapolis versus Buffalo. I, I, I think the biggest thing I took away from this game is there are weaknesses to Buffalo, right? There are weaknesses. Josh Allen isn't perfect. Because last few weeks, we've seen him be perfect, right? We've seen this offense be perfect. Indianapolis is a good defense. So they, they played it well for the most quarter. I mean, I, um, 
you know, Stephon Diggs, besides the second half, really was not there. You know, he didn't have the the biggest game because, you know, I mean, Indianapolis contained him very well. It's the Indianapolis offense that really, you know, really did not look great in the second half of this game. I mean, they scored 14 in the fourth, but that didn't really mean much after they were kind of down big. Um, so, you know, I, I think the biggest thing, like I said, I took away from this game is Buffalo's offense isn't perfect, but it's still amazing. It's still great. Josh Allen is still a great quarterback. Stephon Diggs, he's a threat. They don't have a rushing attack, which I think is going to be a problem. And hey, I'm not going to give a preview to a lot of the games that are happening this weekend, but I think that is an issue that they're going to have to figure out. Look, the Ravens, just like I said, went into Tennessee and held Derrick Henry, the leading rusher, who rushed for 2,000 yards this year, to 18 rushers for 40 yards. Averaging 2.2 yards a carry. So if you don't even have a running back like Derrick Henry and they're able to contain that, I think there's going to be problems that Buffalo might face when they play the Ravens this weekend. But that, that's a whole different story. Now moving on. I, I, I Look, I, and this was the one game that I did get wrong. And I had a feeling that I, I was like, okay, I think the Rams could pull it out, but I just... The inconsistency in the offense, and just there were a lot of signs they were pointing towards. Look, the Rams don't have it in the bag, but you know they 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 came out and looked great, right? Jared Goff wasn't perfect, and he didn't start the game, but he wasn't perfect. He was not perfect. I'm not saying that Jared Goff played a fantastic game because he didn't play in a fabulous game, but he did what he had to. And the reason why is because Cam Akers in this back half of the season has emerged as their guy, right? Th- this was a running back by committee originally, right? This was okay, you know, and that's that's the that's kind of the trend I've noticed with NFC West teams at least. I mean, in you know San Francisco last year they had running back by committee, um, you know Seattle's had a little bit of that, and this is a team where Cam Akers has now been the prominent back in the backfield, right? I mean, he ran for 131. Um, on Saturday, he had a touchdown, and his longest was 20. Look, Cam Akers looked great. And that, and Jared Goff didn't have to play perfect either. It wasn't like Jared Goff had to have an exceptional game. He just had to play good enough. In the times that they needed him to play, he played great. He played great. He only completed nine passes for 155 yards. But the one touchdown that he had was a beautiful drum play to Robert Woods for a walk-in touchdown. So I gave a lot of props to Sean McVay. When the guy that was originally supposed to start went down, which, by the way, I do want to talk about. I truly do think that Jamal Adams should have been ejected for that hit, but that, that's a different story. But, look, for a guy that had two quarterbacks play, one hadn't really ever played. This was his first, you know, first, you know, he played in week 17, but this is his first true performance. And then he goes down, and then you have a, a guy that just came off <laughs> thumb surgery 12 days ago and Jared Goff, and you haven't played, and you win a football game on the road in Seattle? Oh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. But not only am I impressed by the Rams, but I'm impressed by that defense. That defense is scary good. Now, they play Green Bay, but I think this, this is a team that has potential to upset Green Bay. Now, they're going to need, the, now they're gonna need Goff to be a little better because he did miss, miss a few... Simple throws that he should have made, some out routes, some corner routes. But he gets good. Cam Akers stays on the track that he's on right now. I think this is an elite, elite team that we could see heading in to the next few rounds of the playoffs. And with Seattle, I I don't want to talk about Seattle. I think it would take too much time to talk about Seattle. Look, Seattle, 
there's too many issues. I'm going to make a whole different podcast on Seattle. But I do want to say that for a team that gave up two first-round draft picks for Jamal Adams, they should really think about converting him to middle linebacker. Um, Anyway, Washington, this was a game I didn't get to catch a lot of. I I watched the highlights here and there. So I I, I sort of – I'm not going to go too in-depth in this game. Look, Taylor Hineke, hell of a job. Hell of a job. For a second career start in a postseason game, I mean, he put it on the line. He put it, and I got to give a lot of props to this Washington football team for the adversity that they faced this season. They deserve a lot of props. Rivera with cancer, Alex Smith. We didn't know if he would even be able to walk, and this defense that has emerged with. I mean, <laughs> the thou. I I don't. I'm being, you know, I'm being um, sarcastic. But the thousands of first round picks they have on that front seven, uh, they sure of hell they've showed up this season. And Chase Young is. His potential is just scary. So Washington, hell of a football team. Tampa Bay, the team that won, they're looking elite right now. Tom Brady, in the last four weeks, 12 touchdowns, one interception, 69 completion percentage, and a 126 quarterback rating. He's playing great. He's playing great. And I I could not... I see this team possibly going into New Orleans next week and upsetting. I I do. And look, it's going to be a great game. It's round three, Breeze versus Brady... Does Breeze sail into the sunset with the loss, or does he continue the postseason run and possibly go to the Super Bowl? I don't know. We'll talk about that later, but I think Tampa is a team. Look, Brady isn't going to try to lose. Brady doesn't want to lose three straight. That's a fact. He's not going to want to lose three straight. Um, but that, that's a different story. New Orleans, Chicago, I don't have a lot to say about this game. Uh, Chicago flat out was terrible. Um, I mean, it's not like I expected much from Chicago. Uh, New Orleans, they're great. Started slow, but, I mean, makes sense. Chicago still has a great defense. Offensively, Trubisky's not the guy. Look, I was sort of believing it. I sort of bought into the, the Kool-Aid. And then I know he played bad defense, but I was like, maybe he's coming back. And then I saw this game, and I saw him fall apart. I did. And, I, 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 and it, I'm, I'm hurting for Bears fans. There was a report today. Uh, the chairman of the Bears, um, both Nagy and... Um, and their GM are looking to stay. They, they are going to stay through. Oh, Brian, uh, Ryan Pace um, are going to stay um, through 2021. So I, I, I hurt for you Bears fans. I mean, the mediocrity in that organization has been going on for too long. They need some sort of change. But they're not going to get it next year. Uh, but New Orleans, hell of a win. Uh, and on Nickelodeon, I mean, I got to admit that Nickelodeon, I didn't watch too much of the Nickelodeon uh, version of, I guess, this broadcast. I like Tony and I like uh, Jim, but I thought that they did a hell of a job for Nickelodeon, um, and I, th- I think it, they have a future with Nickelodeon in the NFL and other leagues. I mean, even the NBA or baseball, I, I think it's a great idea, especially for the younger generation, to get their uh, foot in the door with just football or any type of sports. And to the last game, the last game, and I, I, I got to admit, I was high on the Browns. I, I said, for, I, I, I know I predicted the Browns to win, but I did not think they were going to come out in this fashion. I did, I did not think they'd be up 21, I mean 28 to 0 at the end of the first quarter. I, I did not even think that was in the realms of possibility. But they did. They did, and they, they put this defense is good. Um, and I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I don't know. Look, I, they put up 48 points. Uh, Pittsburgh sort of came back towards the end uh, in the third, late third quarter and fourth quarter. They kind of had something rolling. Just obviously wasn't enough, and they'd already been down by 28. It's kind of hard to come back from 28. But, look, Cleveland is a great story. 
and I, and I know they're rolling right now, and I love the underdog store, but something is just I, – I don't know if there's enough for me to buy in that they can beat Kansas City next week. I, I, I don't know if I could buy into them beating Kansas City. Look, Kansas City is a hell of a football team. They're at they're, – I, I just don't know. Um, but Nick Chubb, this, this offense for Cleveland is good. If they can get it started going, look, Baker Mayfield, he gets through his progressions. He's a good quarterback. It's been shown time and time this season. When he has time to go through his progressions, they're winning football games. It's as simple as that. So that's, that's the biggest thing I see for when they play the Chiefs this weekend. But it, it was a great victory for Cleveland. I'm happy for them. Obviously, they didn't get the Ohio State win. They didn't get how that wanted because that was, that's, that was a tough loss for Ohio State. But for Cleveland, great. I mean, first playoff win since 1994. I, I don't even remember. It's been a long time since Cleveland has won a playoff game. Um, so I have a job to the Browns and that organization that, I mean, just three years ago, just think about this for a second. Just three years ago, they were 0-16. 0-16. They hadn't won a football game. And now they're in the divisional round? Yeah, I, I, I'm impressed. I, I'm impressed. I, I'm impressed with this football team. Especially in a three-year period to turn it around that fast. That's, that's a hell of a job by the front office. Um, anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I'm your host, Drew.